The Fellowship of the Real is going live starting February 18th. The podcast will still be the polished, shiny, beautiful thing it is, but if you want to see the ugly side, the unedited side, the we'll-fix-it-in-the-mix side, then tune in February 18th at 10 a.m. U.S. Central Standard Time, or thereabouts. You can ask questions and leave comments during the show, and we will do our level best to respond. This time, we will be reviewing Hot Fuzz and Blade Runner The Final Cut. Yep, that's right. Tuning in live allows you to get a review weeks before it comes out. Did I mention it will be ugly, unedited, and that we'll have to fix it in the mix? See us there. Facebook.com, Fellowship of the Real. At this point in the movie, I'm like, okay, well, here's here's what you should have done. And I'm thinking... Yeah, right. It's one of my favorite openings ever. And I've watched that alternate ending, and it is garbage. It doesn't go where you think it's going to go. There's a monster. I am I'm ready for it to be over. Well, but I, I'm not sure I can even fully explain why I love this movie so much. I had some issues with the scene. Oh, uh, my feelings on it have not changed. I fell asleep until the screaming. This is actually where I started enjoying the movie. This is one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema. I thought that should have been cut completely. Oh! Well, I'm sure it's artistic and you just don't get it. Alright, here we are, Fellowship of the Real, Season 2. Doing sequels for our first episodes. This time we are doing Ghostbusters Afterlife. This is a pick by Sherry, and uh, we're going to get into that in just a minute. Uh, but first we want to do a little thing that Sherry is uh, wanting to put us to the test, to put our money where our mouth is, so to speak. We quote movies all the time. We tried this once and it went off pretty good, so Sherry wants to do it again. We're going to try to guess the line uh, that Sherry has picked out for us. We still haven't got a name for this, so... Right now, it's just Sherry's whatever, and we'll pick a, pick a name. And anyway, here's her bumper, which now, like I said, we just need a name. All right, Sherry. All right, y'all ready? Ready. Ready. Okay. This one's kind of an old one. So, Philip, this might be up your alley. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. Casablanca. Yul Brenner, Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Stop thinking, let things happen, and be the ball. Oh, that's a caddyshack. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Be the ball. You caught me be the goal. All that other stuff before. I know, but I can't just say be the ball. I mean, I oh, could have. I, mean, I guess that I could have. Uh, yeah. Have y'all seen Caddyshack? I have. Oh, yeah. Uh, once or twice or 700. I don't times. remember it a lot, but yeah, I've, I've seen it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that, that's in the hole. There you go. See, we kill all the goofers. Uh, we're not yeah, <laughs> all the golfers. <laughs> They're gonna lock me up. See, the way key. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of lines, and I know a, you get nothing you know. and you like it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, um, but I just thought maybe. Yeah, no, you threw me a softball. That's cool. There you go. I appreciate that, the other guys being <laughs> quiet day. too. They, I knew they knew it. I was like, give the old guy a chance. I, I didn't okay. know that one. Oh, you didn't? You didn't? Oh, oh, man. oh, okay. I feel all right then. All right, the next one is real easy, but I hear it all the time. What's in the box? Seven. Yes. What's in the box? Yeah. Yes. I can't say it like that because that would definitely, you know. No, they were right. cones. They were cones. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. And then this last one is it's just a line I like. I don't know that. I don't know. Philip, you did know this when I said it one time. All right. But it's been a long time. So I don't know if y'all know, or will know this one or not. But anyway. <clears throat> I can't quote the very beginning of it because uh, he mentions the name. He says, I'm sorry, and then mentions the name. But then he says, 
I'm terrified beyond the capacity for rational thought. It's Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nice job. Uh, uh, and who said bye it? Bye. Oh, <laughs> who said it? That would be Vinkman. No, I'm sorry. Vinkman Spengler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was appropriate because we are doing. No, that's true. Yeah. Ghostbusters. And I like that you brought that up because I'm going to make a point about that later. Okay. So, yes. And before we get started on Ghostbusters, I do think that we need to give a spoiler alert. Because this is the newest movie yeah. we have talked about. Yeah, it is. 2001? I'm sorry, 21? 21, yeah, 21. So there may be people that haven't seen it, and we talk about everything. Yeah, so, so it's been a, about, about a year, year and three or four months. So. so watch it first. But if you're a Ghostbusters fan and haven't seen this, then... So spoiler alert up front, we're going to be talking about most everything. So if you haven't seen it, Sure. Feel free to pause it and watch it or continue to listen and enjoy it and watch it and enjoy it. I don't know. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Right. Listener advisory. So uh, does someone have the yeah. synopsis or whatever? I have it. Okay. It's short. Yeah, I got one that's short, but go ahead. Well, it might. It's probably the same thing. Well, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, it's your movie, but whatever. Uh, in Ghostbusters Afterlife, when a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and secret legacy their grandfather left behind. That's pretty good. Yeah. This uh, has some odd numbers, in my opinion. So according to, I guess I need a bumper, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into Money Critics fans. Has some odd numbers. Okay, so audience score is, again... Uh, like we talked about with Star Trek 2, it has some, what I'm calling, aliens-type numbers. Aliens is the highest scores, I think. Maybe Terminator 2 also. 94% of the fans love the shit out of this movie. 94%, which is basically everybody. The 6%, I can't even imagine. But only 63% of the critics. So there is this little bit of a disparity between what the critics thought about this movie and what the fans did. I don't know why the critics would call this 63%. That seems way low to me. I don't know what they were wanting. This delivers, well, we'll get into what I think about it at the end. But yeah, I don't understand those scores. Why the critics would not be on board with the fans. Hmm. Yeah, so. I've seen a lot of mixed reviews online as well. Uh, how this is a good movie with a lot of good fan service, heartfelt yeah. fan service. And then I've seen other ones that are like, there's squishy points in it. There's, And of course, we'll go into those things. And I have a few squishy points All myself. Right. So I would, I'm not totally shocked by that. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, wow. Who are you people? <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, I mean, I wrote them down in my notes. If I had them here, that well, would be awesome. Know, I'm sure uh, all that hate will bubble to the surface. It will. <laughs> um, <laughs> this had a budget of, I'm thinking, yeah, $75, $75 million budget. And worldwide, $204 million gross. So that's $129 million domestic, $74 million uh, international for a two hundred four million three hundred thirty four thousand four hundred fifty five dollar gross. So it it killed it, made his money back, and then some. Based on this ninety percent ninety four percent fan love, critics don't fill the seats. Fans do so. Well, I think uh, they're, they're going to make a sequel. I know they're making. A- I, I, can, I think it goes back to the other sequel, Ghostbusters, with Kristen Wiig yeah, and Melissa McCarthy. I think that there was such a, an Backlash. opening. There was like 
people they wanted to fill a thing for Ghostbusters and they put that movie out and kind of missed. Oh yeah. Then this one got kind of revitalized. Let's use uh, Ivan Reitman's son yeah. to direct it and put some real effort into it. I think they did a great job at that. Yes. But I think that's why it was so successful is because it hit those fan service things yes. really well. Uh, it paid homage very well to the original movie. Yes. That's why it's successful. I Again, I think. To me, this is like a Terminator. To me, there are only two Ghostbusters movies. The first one and this one. I don't even like, like I don't even like Ghostbusters 2. Oh, wow. I like the second one. Do you? Okay. Yeah, I like the second one. I grew, no, grew up with that one. No homage, homages to the second one in Nobody this Nobody steps on a church in my town. Sure, yeah. No, I think... Uh, or is I that the first one? That's the first one. First one, yeah. Um, I think... There you go. Is it? This yeah. Ne- this oh, next that's right. They're driving liberty. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, they're driving liberty in the second one. Sorry. <laughs> As you were, James. This I didn't mean to interrupt. This next upcoming sequel is supposed to be Vigo. Uh, what is Vigo? I think it's from the to yeah, yeah from the second one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Feels like Vigo the Carpathian. Well, I mean, I'll go see it. I'll see it, but <clears throat> and just, that's just the rumors that I had read online. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, uh, like I said, no homages to the second one at all. Uh, no, it's in the same universe. They've confirmed that. Okay. All right. So the second one did happen, but they didn't really touch on it at all. Yeah, because no. even I mean, we'll get to this, but even when they're down in there in the in the the mine or whatever and they're yeah. looking at the timeline they skip to did like, they? Yeah, I two, didn't two's t- timelines not on there because they reference nineteen eighty four which is the first one. Yes. And then I don't 89. know. Eighty nine maybe, maybe yeah and there's no eighty nine. Granted I say they're skipping it, but also like it's okay because Gozer wasn't involved in the second one. Right. right that's right? what I was so, gonna yeah. say. So maybe it's, that's so it's why. okay but Yeah. Well But there's not a lot of references to the second one. Mm-mm. Well with two the I didn't like how they brought Annie Potts back with with what's his name? Louis Tully. Yeah. yeah. And um, because she was crushing on Egon pretty hard, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah. And then okay, at at the end of this one, uh, Afterlife, the scene at after the credits with her with the coin, was that in two? Because I don't remember that scene at no, all. No, that's either a cut scene from one or it was in two. I don't remember. Damn. My lucky coin. We forgot to watch all the uh, all the stuff when we watched it. Yeah, yeah when the credits. Came well, I think it's funny. Like, she says, "My lucky coin." Well, I, I can't take that. Well, no, I have another one. You know, I don't. Yeah, but I don't, I don't guess, remember that I don't scene know that at I've even all. seen that. This is with with Annie Potts. It's in Annie, the it's, it's in Afterlife as a. Yeah, I saw the one with obviously with uh, Bill Murray and Squinny Weaver, and yeah, then but, I remember I just now we and that's where we cut it off yesterday. But I know I guess now that I'm remembering I've seen one with Ernie Hudson where he's with the car. Yeah, right there's the one place, right I missed the one with that. Potts, yeah. It's Maybe Annie I saw Potts, the theater, but I missed it now. And it's Harold Ramis. It's actually him back in yeah, the it's 80s. It's a cut scene. It's clearly oh, a cut okay. scene. No, I've seen that. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. Was it a cut scene completely? Was it a scene from I one? I like Phil's right and it's a cut scene. Yeah, it'd be a cut scene. I've seen Ghostbusters, the original one, yeah. 70 jillion yeah. times. Yeah, because he died in 2014. Right. And this was 21, so... Yeah. So, but did they cut it from one? I don't know. Oh, we don't know if it's one or two. I see what you're saying. I mean, I, or was it in two? Because I haven't watched two in forever. Nah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that's Money Critics fans. Fans loved it, Critics. Uh, uh, but the box office, uh, it slammed. And they're going to make a sequel. And I think that sequel is probably set up in the end of this with Ernie. Yeah, the very, the, very end. Bringing the car back to the fire station. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And the box comes on. Yes. The storage unit comes on. Yes. That's very cool. All right. We uh, ready to do our beats? Sure. Sure. There you go. All right. So 
We could talk about this. And I think this uh, movie starts off obviously with a prologue, not an opening image. Because mm-hmm. it's the car driving down the road. He's being chased. Yes, Egon, who we see in silhouette and shadow. I thought they did that very well. The way uh, they, agreed. Were, yeah, they did a really good you could job. Tell by the hair, you could tell the yes. nose, the hair. You could tell that's him. Yeah, without being able to see his face very well, so it's right. good. And the music starts up too. I noticed like the signature Ghostbusters music as the Columbia uh, Sony oh, yes. thing is coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before the movie even really begins, you've got the Ghostbusters music setting the mood already. It was really yes. good. Stacey had asked me, and I couldn't remember, the one with the, the girls, which I agree is way inferior. Did they use Ghostbuster music at all in that one? Don't know. Don't recall. I think well, I saw I'm not that sure what it helped, once. but, you know. I don't know what that was all about. It was a waste. Like when, yeah, Hemsworth's well, the best part of that, and he was the, you know, the goofy. He was Danny yeah, Bot's character. Yeah, yeah he was even, yeah. even the car. Same glasses, right? I mean. Right. <laughs> if yeah. I remember, even the car in the Ghostbuster movies with Bill Murray. Is an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Isn't the one with the girls actually a hearse? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because they, they uh, changed. Well, that's creative, isn't it? <laughs> I thought yeah. it was always a hearse. No, no. 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 It was an ambulance. 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 ambulance, yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, huh, I thought it was always. And then this one, too, was an ambulance, I guess, yeah. obviously, because the same, same one. Yeah. Why did I think it was a hearse? I always thought it was a hearse. Because it's I, big I, ass I, car. Thought it, I guess, but I just thought it was funny because they're chasing ghosts well, and the hearse. And, that, that car was what, from the 50s, Yeah, it's like a 50s ambulance. And, then even, when, yeah. and then even when Ray gets it in the original Ghostbusters, you know, he pulls up, needs shocks. Yeah, struts, sparks, transmission, uh, brakes. Uh, 6,400 bucks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so this thing was a piece of junk then. Then Ray fixed it up, I guess, and now yeah. it's stuck in a barn. Yes. Yeah. Which I thought the reveal, I, I just thought it was very, yeah, anyway, yeah. we'll get into that. Yeah, Egon attempts, now Now this was, I didn't ever really think about it, but Sherry pointed it out. So Egon has captured one of the minions of Gozer, that, like the gatekeeper or the- Yeah, or the keymaster, one of them, the yeah, because they master. repeat the yeah. same beats at the end with yes. the kids, where they're racing back to the farm, to, it's it's all the same. Yes. She even holds out the, the trap, right. and I, like he did. Yeah. I am ashamed to admit I never even thought about it. I don't think I caught it till this time either, and I've yeah. seen it a couple of times. Yeah. Like realized, oh, okay, yeah, he's they're repeating, they're doing. I was it. just on board for the ride. Oh, go, this is Ghostbusters, and I yeah. didn't even think about the mechanics of it. But yeah, it, he's got one of the, and he hides it so that the Gozer can't right. resurrect. Can't right. It. Well, yeah, it, I didn't catch it till last night because I was. It bothered me every time I watched it. I'm like, what is chasing him versus? It's the other gatekeeper, right? Yeah, because it's a dog. And then in when the, I the saw the it, yeah. Yeah, when I saw it, I thought, well, that's what escaped, but he's got it. And then, it it, then it occurred to me, it was it's two of them. I mean, you know, there are two. Because she walks across the field. Okay, yeah. So the so if he's got Keymaster, right, for sake of argument, then it's the, the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper yeah. is the one that knocks him over into the cornfield, and then Gozer's the one that dro- that steps onto the dirt yes. farm. But the, but the fog that rolls in, is that Gozer or is that a minion? Of Gozer, one of the dogs. Because it looks like in the fog. It looks like a gatekeeper, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Which she could have sent her minion in to get him. I mean, that's not a... Yeah. But she's clearly on the property because it fails. Mm-hmm. And then the dog or the fog rolls in and he dies, having hidden the... Yeah, the box. The box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm pretty I sure... I was thinking, why didn't it just take him and turn him into it? But they needed the other one anyways and he'd hidden it, so... Yes. Yeah, they yeah. need the, the so spirit just box. like, well, fine, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Yes. All right. Now, very early on in this sequence, so the writer, and they talked about this, the writers, uh, the people who made this movie, wanted to give the fans what they wanted. And so very early on, you have all these, almost stacked on top of each other, all these homages, right? It's yeah. a nostalgia overload. It is. Uh, 
several callbacks to the original Ghostbusters. You got Shandor, you got the Ghost Trap, you got the Ghost Detector, Janine Melnitz, Elga, uh, Egon's glasses, the suits, the proton packs, the crunch bar, spores, molds, and fungus, and who you're going to call. No, that's not all. The Twinkie in, in the glove box, too. The Twinkie yeah. in the glove box, right. So that's not all at once, but a lot of those yeah. are in that opening sequence. Mm-hmm. All these callbacks. The crunch bar, to me, I had to remember. That was just such a deep... I'm going to take back everything I ever said about you, Egon. You deserve it. Give me a crush bar. <laughs> you deserve it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To, to when the jailer calls, who are you going to call? Uh, and the original commercial. Uh, we're ready to believe you. Uh, as well as footage of the final scenes in the original. You know, she looks at the computer. Uh, uh, was it Gruber, Gruberson gives her the history lesson? Oh, yeah. Uh, the teacher, Paul Rudd. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, 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 I so no references to the... Sequel, and so like I said, I, to me there are two movies, Ghostbusters and this one. I guess I'll have to watch two if they're going to make the next one based on two or whatever. Yeah, maybe. That was just the rumor I read. Yeah, no, that makes that. sense. Uh, so this prologue was was loaded, and I, I, I think they did Egon very well, and it sets everything up. Uh, anything else about this opening sequence? Yeah, no, I just I, I like the way it starts. I mean, I like how it starts, you know, just intense, and oh, yeah. you know, the sets up the, the level of the villain and the... Yes. You know what I mean? And then and something again, I guess we're kinda of talking about stuff that we didn't maybe catch the first time. Felt kinda of dumb. Wife made fun of me. But after he I guess dies, right? Yes. Egon in the chair. The the ghost detector, I don't know what you call it, that's underneath the chair. Yeah. It lights up after he's gone. So the the gatekeeper or whatever comes, gets him, kills him. Yeah. And you see his his hands there not moving and then you see the thing light up. That's, I guess, the way I interpreted this time was that's it detecting his ghost. Like he, yeah, 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 be, yeah. I completely missed that the first time. Yeah, no, I thought, no. I, and that's and what I, I had to. And I used it throughout the whole movie to, like, find him, and the mom used it too, but completely missed until this time. I probably did when too. When it come, turns back on, I'm like, oh, shit, okay, it's it's already registering that he's he's there as a ghost. Well, that's yeah. what I had to resign myself to thinking is, because I was like, man, this ghost thing is over the top. Like, he's, you know, involved with manipulating objects around the room, like the lamp and the whole thing. Yeah. But then I had to remember, this is Egon. He knows those instruments. He knows yeah. what can be done. He studied his whole life. So maybe that's the first thing he was doing was, I know how to manipulate this stuff. I'm going to know how to use these instruments, basically, so people can find me. Right. I think. Well, yeah. I yeah, mean, that's, he, a good that's, that's yeah. what that scene said to me is, oh, okay, he's lighting this stuff up. He knows well, how and, to use it. Right. Like in all these ghost shows she watches, there's this very much sense of that if a person has not finished what they needed to do in this life, they can hang around or whatever. And Egon clearly has unfinished business mm-hmm. that he is desperate to take care of. And so yeah. with the arrival of Phoebe, who I absolutely love, I think she she is like a gem in this movie. She nails it. I disagree. <laughs> You're not a fan of Phoebe? I love this no. character. Well, anyway. About her, <laughs> um, when I saw the the first preview and you slowly find out because they show the little marshmallow yeah. and you see the car. When they showed her, I said, I know exactly who that character is. No, no, I mean, she you knew like it. Egon, yeah. yeah. Just like, no, I thought well, that, of course they made her look like that. Yeah. Well, I was sure. going to say, she doesn't like her hair is not like that. No, no, life. but she, the dark hair, the glasses, the nerdy. I mean, yeah. Yeah, as soon as she's messing with, when you her opening image, you see her messing with the, yes. the wall outlet and then turning and just her mannerism. Like she nailed Egon. Uh, oh, I know, thought so. I yeah. Thought she did a really good job. I have that as her opening image as well. For, but I didn't, I kind of, like feel the same way I do about her in the whole movie. Um, like James, you said, you know, you didn't. I guess right. She didn't nail it for you. She annoyed me the first time. Really? Maybe not even annoyed. I just didn't. I didn't latch on to her. I didn't. Yeah. I don't want to say I didn't like her. Just each time I have seen this movie, I enjoy it more. Yeah. 
Um, and so I enjoyed her way more this time than I did maybe the, you know, the first two times or whatever I've seen it, but well, we'll get more into that as far as the enjoying the movie, but, yeah. and she is one of the reasons or her character, the, um, the line I had that Egon said, the way he says, I'm terrified beyond yeah. the capacity, you know, just, he says it like that. And that's how she is throughout the you whole, know, overstimulation calms me. You know? yeah, yeah. That kind of, Yeah. Yeah, I didn't write a line down, but I have a note. Just she nailed his mannerisms, like yeah, yeah. And I, but I think it was definitely dialogue that helped me. You know, I guess as far as you know, yeah, see yeah. that and write that note down. I don't remember what she said at the beginning, but yeah. So that, I have that as her opening image. Well, Phoebe, granddaughter, highly intelligent, mechanical, resourceful, science and learning driven. Callie is the daughter. She's bitter. This is her opening image. Bitter, poor, daddy issues with feelings of abandonment. Yeah, she's the one who got him on her. <laughs> yeah, um, her too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I I, I kind of like some of her banter. I mean, well, I mean, I understand it. If if her father left her and didn't have yeah. any contact with her, I can right. understand it. But well, that's the because even the Ghostbusters are like uh, Egon can rot in hell. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't really have an opening image for what Trevor or whatever his name is, the son. Yeah, he was. Uh, he almost felt tacked on at times, but I guess I understand why he was there. <laughs> that's always a good movie. I understand why that character is there. Well, I mean, it's, it's Finn Wolfhard. He's real big these days with Stranger Things and, yes. and all that. He's like, he he plugged right into that. He yeah, no, I mean, he has the look. I thought yeah. he had the the weakest arc or whatever, you know. Yeah, but he well, was he, the star power of this kid. Really? This this kid group yeah, of actors. Things, yeah, he's the because biggest. One. Yeah, like yeah. okay, well, and he well, had to which get the fan car went running? to see this movie because of the kid in Stranger Things? I mean, this is a fucking ghost. You a don't lot know of, a lot of really people. sure. Well, yeah. So, but because if you're your main protagonist of the story, yeah, it's Ghostbusters. But, I mean, I was going to wait to get into this. The Ghostbusters are in it in the last five fucking minutes, right? Right. Well, it's yeah. It's kids but the whole time. So yeah. if kids are leading your movie, you got to, well, who's the fan base there? You got to pull, like James saying, pull from Stranger Things is the biggest yeah. kid thing going yeah, exactly. on right now. Yeah. Well, I was thinking the same thing, you know. I like podcasts then, way better than I like <laughs> Trevor or okay, whatever. But, yeah. Sure. But Stranger Things is really huge and... And even thinking back to Goonies, you know, having kids yeah, no, sure, I lead get the, the story. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, well, okay. I just I didn't have an opening image for him or even a real arc. I mean... Well, his mom's I, cutting his hair, right, in the first scene? Yeah. And then what's his what's his... What's the last thing we see him doing, right? He, he matures in some, some way, right? He's he? no longer... Right? I mean, maybe I'm... Well, he's got a girlfriend. Yeah, maybe he doesn't... He's there to fix the car. Yeah, all of a sudden he's a mechanic. At least we set up that, that Phoebe is... Yeah. Um, you know, Egon basically yeah, uh, gifted and talented. Yes, but he he starts to go to work on uh, Ecto One, and like he knows well, somebody how- had to drive it, right? I mean, just story wise, like if she's yes doing the proton pack and the, the podcast is doing the he puts wheels on the trap to drive it, and they're chasing the ghost. Somebody's got to drive the car. Yes, but there's no. Like yeah, I'm not saying there's a, a great arc or anything. I guess it's, that all falls under the umbrella of well, I can see why he's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they've they've got to be three like the movie. original Ghostbusters. Plus, they add the other girl, his Lucky. quote unquote girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. To be the fourth later. Mm-hmm. You know, I, all right, all right. I'm uh, just saying. Yeah, yeah, right. The numbers are the same. Yeah, she's right. Okay. <laughs> so I think I think Callie and Phoebe both have arcs with opening images that are well met at the end, but. You know, whatever. Uh, the setup, Egan obviously. Fucking hell, man! You just ruined it. So now, like when Egon hugs him at the end, he's like, "Oh, I, I can see why you're here." And he hugs him. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah nice pat on the back. You know. Uh, 
Egon has done. Well, I, okay. I, I, like when he started working on the car, I'm like, okay, he knows mechanics. That's cool. I mean, yeah. How about, whatever. Anyway, Egon has died, leaving everything to Callie. Callie is poor and being evicted. This is their setup. The dirt farm is all she now has left, which is really just more debt and trouble. They go to Somerville, which is a dump, apparently. You know, the kids call it a dump. But the only option left for Egon's offspring. The town knew him as the dirt farmer and he will not be missed. So, right. you know. Dirt, dirt farmer had a family? Yeah. All right. I, I told him, I told Philip last night, I had a problem with the, the whole dirt farmer because in watching it again, you see corn. You see corn. Yeah, but he, he, he never harvested it. You see corn when the car's going through something. Yeah, okay, I'm sure he I understand he's sure. out there digging in the, the dirt because yeah. well, we know now what he did. corn by the house? That's his corn? I don't know. Well, That's the thing. Maybe, it's the, maybe it's the neighbor's corn. But that, that means he be. just has a front yard. No, I think I think it's corn that grew and he just let it grow. And then it probably dies and grows again. You know what I mean? Because he's not harvesting. He's not fertilizing. I feel like what they're referencing in the dirt farm is where the traps are, right? You right. see all these rows and right. stuff. But it, to everybody else, it looks like, well, this guy's not fucking pushing around. Dirt farm. That's yeah, why he's yeah, out. Because yeah. all they ever see him doing is working on the dirt for whatever. Yeah, burying yeah. these Corn growing over here. He's in the dirt. Right. Yeah. The family settles in for the long haul. Callie to fix up. A lot of bizarre shit. <laughs> he was a good customer, though. Uh, Callie to fix up the house. Phoebe to summer school. Trevor to get a job and a girlfriend. Okay. Phoebe meets and befriends podcast and expresses. Okay, so she's early set up as she disbelieves all things spiritual and ghost wise. We're we're just meat. We're just meat puppets. So meat puppets. Yeah. Very much science, hard science driven. There's some good dialogue. Uh, I feel like the dialogue is very snappy. Oh yeah, I, um, I, I like her jokes. I. I yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> of course you like your jokes. Um, <laughs> no, but the uh, Trevor, when they're driving there and Trevor's got his fucking phone out and he's like, oh, there's no bars. And the mom immediately goes, there better be a there bar. better be some bars. Yeah. Uh, what are you embarrassed? Yeah. <laughs> right. And the Phoebe be a doll and break into your grandfather's house. Yes. Um, I don't know. I like that. Be well, the dog. other one, don't be yourself. Yeah, I was just about yeah, to say, and then she calls that back. When, yeah, to the mom when he's going on a date or whatever. I, I love her. Gary, his name is Gary, Gary Gruber. She just can't, she's astounded. You're going out with Gary Gruberson? <laughs> it's very, very Her, her Julia. bafflement and complete, like, shock at this. Yeah, it's very Julia Gulia. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meets podcast, who I, I really thought, I liked their whole banter and their relationship. Uh, encounters Gary Gruberson and Summer Leaf. I can't remember what she calls it. Uh, I'm saying the wasteland of knowledge that surrounds her, but she says basically it's a training, a training camp for... Talking about school. Yeah, yeah, and the students that go there. I wish I'd have written that down. A training camp for serial killers and future felons. Or so. She says something no. along those lines. Anyway, uh, there, must, there, may be, there must be more than meets the eye going on, though, as someone wants to play chess with Phoebe. She sees it, and I think she initially engages with it you know, by moving her chess piece, but at this point, I think she's still very rooted in science. And Well, have they... So they're in summer school. Gruberson's there, puts on a movie called Cujo. Yes. <laughs> and I found and then, this gym in the basement. Yeah. I don't know if you know, there's a pretty entertaining film going on over the next room yeah. there. So he goes back there. He's using summer school time to figure out the earthquake. Yes. He yeah. thinks something's going on. So he's science. Yes, he's, he's also that. He, he doesn't want to be burdened yeah, by, he these, loves science, yeah. by these dinkum poops. And neither does she. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm calling the catalyst. Phoebe sees the ghost detector go off. Because previous to this, it had gone off in the background when the chess pieces first moved. She neither saw the chess piece move or the ghost detector. Mm. So to her, at this point, she, I think, probably still very clinical eyes to, everything is an experiment. 
subject to testing of the scientific method to her, apparently, you know. So right. she's neither sees the ghost detector or the chess piece until what I'm calling the catalyst, when she actually sees it and Egon flips the piece across the room and now she's off with the ghost detector being led down the hall with the lights right. and stuff. And she says, oh, okay, this happened or we're doing this. Or, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah still, because she, she will, so this is the catalyst and she doesn't necessarily what I call debate it, but she does spend a significant amount of time trying to verify through experimentation what is exactly mm-hmm. going on here. Gruberson schools Phoebe. Okay, so she finds the the ghost trap in, I guess, uh, I thought initially this was where he led her to the lab, but it's not. He leads her to the trap mm-hmm. that's buried in the, in the floor. floor. And she takes it to school and is trying to figure out what it is. And Gruberson immediately thinks it's a replica and quickly finds out it is not. And they release the second, is this the second, this is the minion that, that he had trapped, right? Yeah, so, right. The, he had trapped it. It was in the floor. Now Phoebe has it. Now they're going to try to open it. And the, so they release it. Now, at that point, they're, they're still only one, right? Or is there two now? This is what I couldn't remember. Keymaster, whether... When they release that one, are they both... Yeah, now they're yeah. available. Okay, so they can go possess somebody. Possess people, okay, yeah. all right. Hesitate to poke holes, but yeah. why does Egon leave her, lead her to it, right? It's, it's in the floor. If nobody knows about it, it stays well, there I'm, forever. Gozer can never come back because you got to have them, right? For, well, I think he wants to trap Gozer permanently. Yeah, okay. And he's and, and, and I'm dead now, so let me get Phoebe to do this. Yes, yeah, he wants okay. to finish, I'm assuming. Because yes, no, I mean that that tracks yeah. I guess that his full plan was the plan that was executed at the end of the movie, he was trying to do all by himself at the beginning of the movie and failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he did fucking douchebag friends were like he can go to hell. Yeah. So. Well he, he took well he tried to convince them according to what race dance is that yeah. yeah. He tried to convince him and they wouldn't listen and he and he knew yeah, time was I ticking. Issue with that. So he like, stole he took all the stuff and says, If you're not gonna help me, I gotta do this myself. I know that's the story they needed to tell, right? Especially with him being gone, I guess. But like I don't know, I, that bothers me. Me too. Like <laughs> you guys, y'all went through like everything. It's Egon. Like after all the shit y'all saw, y'all didn't fucking just willing to believe him. Yeah, know? Like, I know. I know. I thought it was pretty shitty on their me. part. Yeah. yeah I don't, he yeah. made an analogy of a Twinkie being the size of a school bus, and you guys were like, We gotta do something about it. And now he's over here saying revelation. Into the fucking world. And you're like, Eh, yeah. Right now. Now, yeah, that was one of the Ernie had gone off to make his fortune, and and uh, uh, Bill Bill Murray had gone off to teach. Maybe they were in their lives and just yeah, more. they lost fate in Ghostbusters because uh, they weren't making any money sure. as Ghostbusters anymore. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and what he said went from ten calls a week down to maybe one, and right. So that, I think they had moved on and just didn't want to get drawn back into it. I guess, yeah. Um, but again, that was another one of the things. Me knowing what I know about the internet and YouTube videos, if you put a Ghostbusters, I'm sure there are still people today calling that Ghostbusters sure. number. I bet you, just to see if what it happens. Was on, yeah, if it was on YouTube, people would be calling it more than once a day, I guarantee you. I'm yeah. surprised. that, And that, that was another one of the weird parts of the movie is, yeah, the phone maybe rang once and, you know, who is this? Kid? It's like, no, that phone should have been ringing a thousand times a day from all over the world from people wanting to test out a video on YouTube. Right, just like eight six seven five three zero nine. Yeah, you sure? Uh, yeah, um, that's true. Because back then it, it was commercials; they didn't even have the internet, really. I don't know how. Right. Well, and the thing is, is she th- watches a video on YouTube, and this one's what he's saying. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. there's still people like that video exists on the internet. Yes. Okay. People are gonna call it. Yeah, because they'd never heard of Ghostbusters. Like what? And she's like, yeah, it's yeah twenty see years what before we were born. born. Yeah, Gruberson shows them the archival footage and this kind of thing, and of of Manhattan. Which I like that until you just ruined it. So Sorry. way to go, James. Sorry. Well. Because, <laughs> I mean, even back when they released Ghostbusters originally, the first one, that number was a real working number cool. 
to a Ghostbusters that. thing. That's cool. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize Stranger that. Things did that, too. Like, yeah. in the last season, there was the pizza guy, the one of their friends that runs a pizza place. Oh, you I could, called it. You can call the number. <laughs> and, yeah, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they do that. You know? no, that's but, cool. Anyhow. Yeah, so they get the trap. Gruberson thinks it's a, a replica, and then he finds out it's not. And then I guess another sticky point for me, He so he knows Ghostbusters. I get the kids not knowing what it is, but he knows what they are. He yeah. rolls his replica, and his dis- decision is to open it. Open it, yeah. Should we see what's in there, you know? Yeah. Uh, now, granted, they got to have it open well, so we they, have a movie, have as this... my wife said. And I'm like, I know that. It had to happen so the fucking writer needs it to happen, but it, that Well, they, they have this, science is reckless. Science is uh, chaotic. Science yeah, is punk rock. It's punk rock, rock, you know. Makes Paul and, they were, and that's Paul exactly an what idiot. they did. Makes him an idiot. Well, he said it's punk rock. Sometimes you lose. I get the kids and opening it. And I like this movie. Don't get me wrong. Like, I like it more and more every time, but... Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that it. bothers me well, a little bit. Well, now that, you know, like you said, you like it more and more every time, I feel the same way. Because when I first started it, I didn't like it. And then really? I identified what I didn't like, and I overcame that, and I was able to enjoy the movie. Maybe that's what it is. Because, yeah, because when we saw it, like, I was... Yeah. First time we saw it, I, I think I was probably in the... Six percent, and everybody else I saw it with was like, "Oh, I love this movie." Uh-huh. I was like, "Okay, like uh, the nostalgia is there, that works." But I was just kind of like, well, I, eh. "I absolutely," and I still haven't identified. I'm hoping by the end of this, I've identified everything. I don't I'll tell you like what about I've it, why it bugs me. What what's for myself? Maybe it might be for you too. I don't know, but I'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's one I wouldn't put in. Like I wouldn't pick to watch it right, right all the no. time. But like every time I've watched it, I'm like, I get into it and I'm sure. enjoying it. So it's it's weird. It bugs me that I can't figure out. I was why upset. I like it, don't like it. I was upset when they delayed it, but I understood. Oh yeah, I, was, it's COVID, I had yeah. to go. I think I think we went opening weekend. Yeah. Nice. And I think I had a grin, a grin on my face the oh, whole yeah, no, the I, time. Yeah. I am so enamored of Ghostbusters. They really could do no like they had they me. Did. Well, I saw they did wrong with the female one. Well, right. yeah, no, no, this I'm is saying. what I'm talking about, though, because early on I was like, "Oh yeah, they're hitting it, man! They're hitting all yeah, the stops." Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I saw Ghost the original one in the theater the summer it came out, and we had shirts mm-hmm. made that yes. would Ghostbusters, yes, and sir. I mean, that was just the movie. It was ginormous. Yes, yeah. we loved yeah. it. So when this came out, I was just like, "Oh yeah!" I think I was still pooping in diapers when that movie <laughs> came out. Eighty something. Eighty four. Eighty four. All right, so they release him, takes yeah, off. Uh, Trevor and company, uh, Trevor and his girlfriend and the rest of them go to the mine and hear the words Gozer, you know, coming mm-hmm. from the, the bottom. Mine shaft. So yes. question on that. So when that happens, right, and they're all hanging out up there and then the thing shoots out, yeah. right? Because they look down there and they can see like the orange glow and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Well, later on, they get in that same box and go down to the mine shaft. So when it was glowing orange and stuff, they're like, what the hell is that? Was that like when Gozer's trying to come out in his... The proton packs are holding it back? Yeah, I think so. It must have been, because that's what caused the earthquakes. That's what caused the earthquake. I didn't remember there being an earthquake. Yeah, because it was like a demon was filling that chamber yeah. and coming up the pipe, but then they go down the pipe into that chamber and there's nothing there. Yeah. I was confused by that, too. I was like, there's like a thing moving around down there. Well, the, the, I, well yeah. I, I, that's I, I, I put together was that it was trying to come out and yeah. his guns that we haven't seen yes. yet at that point hold it back or whatever. Is that what y'all got out of it? Yeah, I guess no, so, yeah. I, I, I would have to assume that, yeah. Okay. Not trying to poke a million holes, I promise. Because I don't remember there being an earthquake at that point, like you said. Me either. Yeah, I don't remember an earthquake. I think there was because they were sitting in that cage at the top of it. And they had to get out. Get out. out. It rattled a little bit or something. Which, how the town hasn't fenced off that place. Exactly. Wow. Let (laughs) kids go up there. I was like, why did they step on that? Oh, that was another thing. Sorry, before we get too (laughs) far up. When they release, uh, when Gooberson and all them release uh, the spirit. Yeah. You notice that spirit takes the road and the bridge back to the mountain? Yeah. yeah. If you can fly, why don't you just <laughs> go straight? 
to the mountain. Well, but it followed the, the path and the road and up in the th- Why? Two-dimensional two thinking, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe it's retracing its steps that possibly. Egon brought it out. Possibly. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about that at all, James. Like, I was just like, yeah, why is it following just, the road? It never brought with the way it went. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Off you go. It's rewinding. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, all right. Gruberson discovers the ancient map of the Somerville area, which it's a map of Somerville, but it's like ancient Sumerian, you know. Yeah. Hundreds, thousands of years old or whatever. This is, so I guess I'm calling all this the catalyst, right? Is that what I said? Oh, so yeah. we're, we're done with the, we're about to head over to the second. Yeah, nobody's broken in two yet. Yeah, right. No, right. no. Okay. I, this is all set. And then catalyst. So these are the things that sort of kick them off, get them questioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the debate. I'm not sure there is a proper debate. Phoebe is still feeling out and investigating this whole ghost thing, finds Egon's lab and gets the proton pack up and running, watches the old commercial and makes a note of the phone number, and then tries out the proton pack with podcast. This is all still debate? I've ca- I guess I, if I had to nail a debate, this would be it because she's... Well, what's she's, her break into two then? Well, uh, the the selenium factory, which we'll get to in one just a second. It's the next thing, right? So she doesn't really like refuse, but she's not ready to embrace what all this means yet. Like she does not come to the conclusion here that Egon was right. And why didn't you tell me that, you know, Egon was a ghost? No, but podcast says to her, and I think it's after they, because I guess my break into two is earlier. Because I feel like discovering the proton pack, uh, uh, repairing it. And playing with it, shooting bottles out in the field. Funny that's games. all fun and game stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When they released the, which bugs me, is a breaking two, but they released the the, the gatekeeper or whatever, and he flies off, right? Yeah. Um, or it flies off. Uh, podcast says to her, you know what this means, right? This means your grandfather was a Ghostbuster. You think that's the breaking of two? Uh, well, I just feel you were saying a second ago, you were saying that she hasn't embraced any of that, but like, yeah. the, there's literally a line in there about, you know, you know what this means, right? And she goes, yeah, I'm not stupid. I don't know what she says, but yeah. I, don't know. I feel like them yeah. discovering the trap and then doing something with it, it's kind of reverse of what you're always, for you, what you're always looking for going through a doorway, but the, the thing comes through the, the you know, door right. of the no, trap. That's, that's good. Uh, I could probably be convinced of that. My only point is that sort of triggered me. Yeah. Uh, while testing the proton pack, they discover Muncher, right? They hear the sound. Yeah. She goes hunting, but she's still not on board. She does make some mention of the Selenium uh, factory, and I'm not sure she says something about the apartment complex here. I think she probably does. Factory behind them, and she calls... Okay, so she's in there, and she calls Muncher a ghost. Previously, she had said she doesn't believe in ghosts. Right. Podcast like, what's that? It's a ghost. Something she previously did not believe in. And so I'm saying either here or when she emerges from the Selenium factory is the break into two. Because I think before going into the Selenium factory, she's still very much testing out this stuff mm-hmm. and not really sure what to make of it. Yeah. When she comes out, it's a ghost and they're going to go trap it. Hmm. So I, th- I think, yeah. but I, I like what you're saying because she comes to a realization there as well. Right. And I don't have a lot of her fun. Her journey is like finding her place. Like her mom says it later, like, I'm glad you found yourself out here or whatever. Right. right? Yeah. She doesn't know who she is. You know, I guess. Yeah. Doesn't fit in. Right. Right. Like in her ordinary world. Yes. 
And then, oh. and a big part of that, I guess, to me, one of the story, the part of the story that works is if she, if she had known who her grandfather was the whole time, yeah, or even if they'd had a relationship, she wouldn't struggle so much with fitting in because she would know I'm just like him. I yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Like she probably would have gone down the path of being a Ghostbuster to begin with. Sure, right. You know, because she, she even has, she even says his line later on in the car or whatever. Right, and correct me if I'm wrong. I felt like you'll remember the the older ones more than I do. But when the mom's like, "What is going on?" When in the car after they saved her, she goes, "I'm a scientist." Wasn't that what Egon always said? Back off, man. Well, Beckman says, I'm a side. Back off, man. I'm a side. Oh, okay. All right. So it's a callback to the them, sure. but it's not necessarily yeah. Egon. Okay. Sorry. Get off uh, no, no, no. Um, before before we get too far, there yeah. was another thing that took me out of that, and it's right there, is when they're testing out the proton pack. Yeah. And she's blasting it, and she says that cool line, did I hit it? You, know, you, you didn't hit it, you destroyed it. it. Um, in the original movie, wasn't weren't those proton packs super heavy? Weren't they at least 80 pounds? And I know during filming, they weighed down Bill Murray's even more yeah. proton pack just to piss him off. <laughs> but those things were heavy. And now she's this, a 12 year old. Yeah. She's a 12 year old girl, maybe weighs 80 pounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, she's just yeah. whipping this thing around. I see what you're saying, but uh, I guess I could let that go because Egon and his little light ghost thing probably like somehow communicated to her, you got to make this weight lighter so you can carry it. So now she's a proton pack. We expert. saw her repair it. She's anyway. already an expert, right? And that's another one of the things that's kind of squishy is she's never, she's dealt with like amounts of electricity that go into a home. Well, I know, but she recognizes the parts. Now she's dealing with a a half-life nuclear material. Zegon's kid, bam, got it. I think she just. It's like someone having the force down the road that's related to Skywalker. I'm cool with it. But with Egon. It's all the same. Egon has the, you know, the doctor in front of his name. He's gone to all these prestigious schools, MIT and blah, blah, blah. He's done all these research. This is a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, but he showed her literally like, you know, you got the needle nose pliers, bam, points of the light and something was in the drawer. I don't remember what it was. Like, he's there. You got this guy who's got all these... uh, Yeah, but she recognizes the parts. You're missing two of these blah, blah, blah. she knew some of it, and then he's walking her through the rest of it. And the drawer opens, and there they are. So, Uh, Plus, she she knows the volcanic... I'm not seismic, an idiot, you yeah, know. Seismic stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So while we're eating and drinking, she's reading. You know, yeah. I mean. So I didn't even mock, yeah. uh, mock Trevor for it later. Would it kill you to read a book? Yeah, Would yeah. It kill you just to tell me. <laughs> yeah. Right. And see, that's kind of bleeding into more of. I guess I can just go ahead and say it. Yeah. Because I'm almost there. She reminds me of Young Sheldon. Yeah. <laughs> the Big Bang Theory, yeah. Sheldon, Young Sheldon. It was that genius, quippy thing, and I don't like it. No, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. I think that character works. And again, I like her more this time, but like, there's a reason why Egon's not the main guy in the originals, right? Yeah. Like, you, you can't, you make that kind of person a, a main character, yeah. it doesn't necessarily work. And that's the same point with right. Sheldon. Well, I they think that's that why they make him. Exactly. Sure. They have sure. to have podcasts. And, as, and the brother that nobody likes, you know? Yes. That, to, because you can't have concentrated. Because yeah. even her mother says like, oh, science, you know? But then it yeah. goes back to, you know, uh, Wolf, Finn Wolfhard and podcasts and all these people are not. Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray no, no. of any. So they put that weight now on Paul Rudd to have that. And he wasn't in it enough. And he's, you, you said it earlier, I don't know if you meant it or not. Like his name's Gruberson, right? Mm-hmm. But you called him Gooberson, which I like because he's a fucking goober. Yeah, he movie. is, but I, I, I cannot not love Paul Rudd. I wanted him to be in there more. Like, sure. Right. Yeah. But then, I cannot not like Paul Rudd. I, now I, I'm just hey. going to go off on a little bit of a tangent, I guess. But there at the end of the movie, yeah. you see Bill Murray come up. And just crush it with the just what's your name Spangler? Huh? Good luck with that name. Yeah, you're like, yeah. yeah you no, know, it's that. absolute magic. It is absolute magic. There's in Spangler, five minutes, he uh, was funnier than Paul Rudd was in this whole movie. Yeah, sure. Not knocking Paul Rudd. Sure. Bill Murray is godlike. I like when you know when when uh, uh, 
Stance is like, are you a god? And Stance like, and then, uh, Bill Murray's like, come on, come on, man. Come on, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Ray. We've been yeah. waiting. Yeah, waiting <laughs> How many for years for We've been him through to this, say. You know? Yeah. No, they're not, they're not in it enough. I mean, in my opinion, yeah. The, well, five minutes. you put them in there, it's, it becomes them. Sure. Right. And I think they needed... This is the, the next generation. generation. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. And like they, uh, I think they talked about it with uh, Force Awakens. They had kind of the same problem. Is yeah. like I guess earlier drafts had Han, Luke, and Leia together. Yeah. Um. In addition to having the new characters Ray and and uh, Poe and Finn, but they, the screenwriter had said that every time we put, you know, as soon as Han, Luke, and Leia come on the screen, who gives a shit about these fucking yeah. new guys? Yeah. So that's why they had to break it up. So I agree with that. It's just it's hard. And as fans, you want to see the originals yeah. and. Back to, I guess, Stranger Things, uh, I felt like I liked the Stranger Things kids better than I liked these kids. But I do like oh, her sure. yeah. more and more every time I see her. But I think yeah. it's because she's awkward. It, it yeah. Right. I, I yeah. love and her It was intentional. I'm just, and that's just in my brain that I don't like that young Sheldon type well, of delivery character, that character with that delivery. Talk, yeah. So it's not that she's bad. She's not a bad actress. This is a bad movie. But once I noticed that, I was able to enjoy the movie more. Because yeah. I'm just like, I'll just look past that. Well, the same thing happened, to take it back to Star Trek real quick, in The Next Generation, Wesley Crusher, uh, Will yeah. Wheaton yeah. absolutely hated because I, I know you watch the early episodes of Next Generation and he is an obnoxious little shit, you know, uh, really genius. And and I don't know why the captain won't let me on the bridge. I understand everything that goes on up there. You know, just, mm-hmm. just, you just want to ram his face into the wall. And, and, that, <laughs> right. and, and that's why he became such a disgusting character because they made him out to be like this young Sheldon right. genius know-it-all smarmy little shit that you, no wonder Ricard didn't who wants that kid on the bridge I right, wouldn't right. want that kid around it takes a little bit of uh, you know it's like brains are awesome but that life experience that yeah just that's arrogance. what you need a little shitty arrogance you know yeah but I don't feel like she comes off no no she does arrogant. I like yeah. her but that's what it reminds me of and that's sure. why I was like oh I don't like it oh wait that's what it is no it's not her fault it's not the movie's fault it's me it's my fault so <laughs> now Will Wheaton is not anything like that I, I watch Will Wheaton doing his, his shows about Star Trek and he is just a Solid guy, okay, but fell victim to the character. And he was very, very young when he did it, and it mm-hmm. became this hated thing. I don't know. Anyway. So now uh, we're definitely into the fun and games. They're chasing down the, what was it's yeah, the metal Muncher. eating goat. Muncher. So, Muncher. At, at, whether we like go with Chris's. Play on Slimer, yeah? Oh, absolutely was. Yeah. Uh, so if we go with Chris's, we get more fun and games. If we go with my break, we only get really, again, a fun in a game. Phoebe is now on board with her grandfather. Trevor gets, well, I guess we get a couple. Trevor gets Equal One running, and then they're hunting and trapping Muncher. Yeah, I feel like oh, that's all fun and games to me. And then when they when they trap him, that's the midpoint, the the false victory. Okay, see. So that's the way I had it. Right. Uh, <laughs> I have a midpoint false defeat. Okay. Uh, funny, so I'm very light on fun and games because I think, yeah, anyway, so. I have a midpoint false defeat. They're arrested and their gear is confiscated. And this, this, I, I, and when I saw this, I'm like, "Is that the midpoint?" And I stopped the stopped the video or whatever. And it's a, it's a one hour and three minutes of a two hour and three minute movie. So it's right at the middle, one hour mark of the two hour movie. So I'm like, "Okay, well maybe." Yeah, I think I paused it too to check the time, and I'm like, yeah. "Well, we're halfway Weird. there." I think I might have done that as well. Yeah, just That's to check strange. it out. Yeah, because yeah. uh, they had just destroyed the town. And yep. they're arrested. And then and they're, they're arrested, arrested and their shit's taken. So I'm like, yeah, okay, well, that's false victory and we're on bad yeah. guys' clothes. How's that a victory, though? It's because they trapped them. They trapped a the ghost. Here's these fucking kids yeah, that aren't Ghostbusters trapping the okay, ghost. they trapped a minor ghost, but now they're arrested and everything is put on hold. 
but they don't know anything about Gozer and all that shit, right? I mean, as far as what they know, it's hey, we, the first ghost we saw and we trapped him. We were able to use the yeah. shit finally. And Ooh, the first time they try, he throws it out there and it lands on its side in a you know a little comical beat right when they're in the factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then later on, so he upgrades it, puts the thing on wheels, which I thought was very cool. And then oh. they get the kid who's driving the car. And yeah, they chase it down and yeah, they destroy the city, but they... And that's, that's yeah. I mean, it's a funny game. And then it's, they trap the ghost. It's false victory. Okay. All right. False victory because it's not the main guy. And then, you know, they get... All right. Well, I, I hear you. And you can't do all this shit. So now you're fucking grounded and you're arrested and all kinds of stuff. Okay. And then more bad guys close in when she calls, you know, who are you going to call? Well, well I, I She calls him and he tells him fucking eat a bag of dicks, yes, you know? No, <laughs> right. Well, I have... He can rot in hell. Yeah. Using He's her dead. one phone Gosh. call... <laughs> then he immediately feels like an asshole. That's, that's a fucked up move. Egon can rot in hell. Yeah, oh, no. yeah well, he died. Well, he is. Well, he's oh, in my basement right shit. now. Oh, well. Uh... And by the way, I'm her, I'm his granddaughter. <laughs> it would have been really funny if they'd been together. Uh, Vagman, it's for you. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I, I guess I still have this as a false defeat. Using her one phone call, she calls Race Dance at the Ghostbuster line and gets some more history or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I have the bad. I guess I have the bad guys closed in sort of where you do. Ray hates Egon. He can rot in hell. Their gear is gone and they can't get it. Mother is mad, hates Egon too, and the mine, Evo Shandor, and the death pit. All sort of bad guys close in for me. Yeah, Egon's not nuts, but he's an asshole. Welcome to the family. Yeah, well, right. That, yeah. Yeah. That, all this is bad guys close in to me. Yeah. When they're in jail and, you know, uh, Gruberson and their mom comes to pick him up, it's Phoebe, right? Yeah. She she has a really dark turn there. She points the proton. Oh, yeah. No, she oh, no, she's going to blast the shit out of somebody. a gun yeah. in a, cops, in a <laughs> yeah. police station. It's not just a gun, like something that could vaporize yeah, him. Which had, yeah, right. Right. It's which like, has basically destroyed a lot of the town. And yep. yeah. That was, that was a little wild for me. Like she went a little crazy there. I didn't see that. Within yeah. the she's got no qualms about shooting this thing. Cause like when the, cause they first shoot it, uh, Muncher, right. Then he spits out the metal back yeah, at him, which well, I thought that was cool. She immediately pops up and mean face. No, no she's gunslinger, man. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, I did think it was a bit is. dark. It's like, what if she did? Yeah. Last thing. Now he's all melted and, you know, uh-huh. I think, she, yeah, I think she's, who are you going to call, buddy? You know, but yeah, who are you going to call? <laughs> I love that. So I, but I think, and I guess to defend that, she's, she is, when, when you find out maybe who you are and, you, you sure. get jazzed about it, maybe. I don't... Yeah, no, I mean, or goes too deep into it. I, I see what he's saying as far as like, whoa, she was trying to fucking blast him. I think it's funny, but to your point, this whole time she's looking for who she is, yeah. and she's finally found it. And now someone's trying and, to take and it. And then now someone's trying to take it. Yeah. And you know... Mm. No, we need her grandfather, that. She for it. Yeah. And, yeah. Her grandfather does show that anger. Remember when the, the, the guy shuts down the power, and he lurches oh, at yeah. the guy and says, and your then, mother... In the, in the, when they're arrested... Yo, little, and you go, uh, that's right. Well, maybe that, no, your maybe mother. That, yeah, he goes, you're, you're a mother. <laughs> Egon your does mother. That? Egon yeah. does, yeah. Yeah, then I'm, I'm, now I'm even better with it. Yeah, like, no, that that's makes a sense. callback to, to Egon. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, who yeah. she is. Yeah, okay. that's fine then. Cause he, he, he was always calm until that scene when yeah. the guy shut down the, the power. Yeah. And they were, this you know. man has no dick. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yes. All right, so all is lost. I have now. Okay, so you're going to have a false defeat. I have a false victory, obviously, right? What is your false defeat at the all is lost? When the mom's taken. Yeah, the, they take Paul Rudd and then they take the mom and turn them yeah, into. I have that as the Dark Knight of the Soul. Say, so we're, we're just, we're, we're that much off on each one of these because right. we went, I went a little later on it and you went a little earlier. Yeah, because that's where I have that next series. Because after the date that Gruberson goes on with the mother, they yeah. go to the jail 
to pick up the kids. Now Gary Gruberson decides to go to the emptiest Walmart, the cleanest Walmart. Yeah, well, there's That's probably only one. That's what Stacey said. And She's like, where the hell are all the people? No people, no well, other cars no in the employees. The one in Austin, supposedly, uh, there's lots of Walmarts in Austin, but the one, uh, sorry, not Austin. Um, oh my gosh. Dead Galveston, air. sorry. Yeah. Galveston. <laughs> Um, and there's probably more than one in Galveston, but the the big one there is supposedly haunted. Like oh. the employees won't work nights. Really? Yeah. So maybe that's well, what's going on here well, with this one. Maybe. Yeah. And, and I mean, because Walmart would typically build in little towns. That was one of the things. Because even in Lawrence, because yeah, you got to have the shit and yeah, come right where here. Where Sherry's from is a yeah. tiny little town, and there's a Walmart. You know. Well, it was originally in a smaller town than that near us. Yeah. Years and years ago, before they even popped up everywhere, it yeah. was in a, that was their model. They would go to small towns instead of yeah, yes. But they, anyway, so it's real. This pristine Walmart yes. it looks like it just opened with no customers in it. Then he finds the marshmallow and doesn't seem alarmed at first. That 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 things. sort of drew me out a little bit. He makes a face, right? He's like he's playing with them first. I start seeing this, and I'm a Ghostbusters guy. I'm like, oh shit, some evil is coming because the only right. time these things appear. Is when shit's about to get real, and he's right. it, he doesn't really get alarmed until it bites him. Right. Lay said they should redo that and make it Ant Man instead of a little marshmallow guy that he's playing <laughs> oh, with, sorry, you know, yeah. playing with himself. <laughs> Did you notice also he uh, the ice cream he grabs is Baskin Robbins and oh from Ant Man. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I did he, not. He worked in, in Baskin Robbins as after uh, his, his stint in prison. I did yeah. not. <laughs> I've not seen Ant Man. No, I haven't yeah. either. I'd, Ant Man's not bad. Y'all love Paul Rudd? Check out Ant Man. Yeah. You don't have to watch the 4,000 other fucking Marvel movies either. Just watch the Ant Man's okay. and you'll be fine. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he's attacked by, what was it, the Keymaster, the, the dog? <laughs> the How do you tell them apart? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, right. I don't know. Um, which, I don't remember. I don't even know which one, yeah, they are, which one they become. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, they get hit and then it shows a scene with the kids going down into the tomb. Yeah. So I okay. So I have bad guys close in all the what I just said. Right. You know, the, the, the mine and Shandorn did death bit. That's when they go down. Yeah, they go there after breaking into the jail. I think so. Okay. Yeah, because they have. I was thinking breaking into jail was breaking into three, but oh, yeah. Hold, but hold, on, hold on. Yeah, I think I think you're right. No, they no, don't... no. Uh, break into three. Muncher is released to get their gear. That's I have that later. Yeah, that's later. The jail is later. So they go into the tomb. The break, because yeah, they're out of jail. Their mother bails them out. I think they go into the tomb and they then go they, into the tomb to figure out what's going they're on. They're in the tomb first. while yeah. Paul Rudd and mom are getting yes. turned into gatekeepers. Yes. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, all bad guys closing and all's lost to me. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. I have all's lost. Egon was right all along. They're the true love and sacrifice of Egon as Callie discovers her father loves her deeply. So uh, I, I'm calling it a false victory because up to this point, Callie is hate, hates her father. Now she discovers that his whole life he really loved her, but yeah. sacrificed all of that because he knew this was coming. And. Phoebe saying Egon was right all along. I have that as a false victory because it's a definite change of mindset for both of them. Uh, and then the Dark Knight of the Soul, Callie is taken as a minion of Gozer, is what I have. Yep. Yeah, all right. No, I see that tracks. And okay. then it, and then it's break into three. Yeah. yeah. I have down the sliding pole into the third act. They slide down. This isn't a farm. It's a trap when she discovers. So basically they come out of the house. Maybe that's when the third act, you know, a mm-hmm. door if you want to. Yeah, because they suit up and everything. Yes. Gathering the team, arming up is what I have. Trevor, Callie, and Podcast will lure Gozer back to the farm while Lucky, I guess, meets them at the farm to flip the switch and and help trap them. So their job is to lead them back to the farm and Lucky is there because they split up. Who's Lucky? Lucky is the Trevor's girlfriend. The, oh, right. the girl I didn't know her name. I had to keep looking it up. But yeah, so her name is Lucky. Because when they yeah, when the they're sheriff's daughter. Okay. Yeah, sheriff's daughter. Like he calls her Lucky. I don't know why. 
But when they when they are suited up and and the three of them are in Ecto One, she's in another car. Yeah, means they're and when they get to the farm, she's there, bust out with the proton pack, ready to flip the switch. Right. You know, gathering team. So yeah, Trevor Cali podcast lord goes to the farm while Lucky will wait for them to flip the switch. Muncher is released to get their gear. Storming the castle is obviously the mountain. Uh, they rescue mom and remove a minion of Gozer the Keymaster pursues. Yeah, they slide that little car on wheels after distracting Gozer. With the jokes. With the jokes. Yes, yes. Yeah, they did, and they suck the soul out of the, or they suck the Keymaster, whichever, yes. into the thing. They save their mom, yeah. The mom yeah. is, yeah. Uh, go home, man, you're drunk. I just, <laughs> I just, I'd like, I, just, I guess I just, I'm... I just dig her, man. I don't know why. Well, I feel like they set up the jokes well, like because they, you know, cause, you know, she's like, don't, don't, don't be afraid to start a conversation with somebody. He's like, what? That's, That's the a terrible idea. Tell her you know, how the jokes come in, and then she tells jokes, and he's like, see, they make and up then, everything. That's brilliant. Yeah, and then the <laughs> so bad, and then the jokes, you know, they use them on Gozer of all people. Yeah, yeah. Are you prepared That's, to uh, die? No, I'm twelve. <laughs> right. Are you? Right. Then she says, "Are you?" Like, yeah, which is also. I thought very, there was a glint in her eye. I'm right. like, there's some steel in this girl. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> and that's uh, Olivia Wilde is the uh, is Gozer. Now I, oh, is I will. Right? Yeah. Who was Olivia Wilde? Um, she was in Tron. She was in. Uh, she was married to Jason Sudeikis for the yeah, longest time. Yeah, that's what she's probably known for lately. Married to him and okay, because I'll tell you to this: create Ted Lasso, and then they you don't get a good look at at her in the first one. I guess a little bit, but in this one, I was like, man, Gozer's hot. You know, right? I was digging Gozer. Yeah, yeah look her up. Yeah, she's definitely very attractive. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought they did a good job, though. I thought she was a good choice to to try to no, mirror no, she, to be she, the same character. I didn't even realize that was her. Yeah. No, I, I didn't know who it was, but I was like, that's a good match for but the original. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she yeah, she's all right. Send <laughs> <laughs> me that link. Yeah, she's all right. <laughs> anyway, Storming so Castle. She's... They rescue mom and remove a minion of Gozer. Keymaster pursues. High tower surprise is what I'm calling that the trap fails and Lucky has made the new minion. So they they they're storming the castle. They think it's going to work. It doesn't work, and then one is taken, lucky. Uh, they have to have a new plan. I call it the band back together, but they suffer a setback until everyone, I'm glossing this over, it's able to work. So, yeah, the, the new plan is, hey, hey, babe, you know, we're back or whatever. You, the Ghostbusters have gotten back together. Right. But even that is sort of a setback, and they all have to work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, across the streams, all of them. And so, basically, I'm saying every, all loose ends are tied up. Family issues solved. Ghostbusters realized what, that Egon was trying to do. They actually apologized to him. Uh, I, I basically have all old wounds healed. Daddy issues resolved. Everything wrapped up neat. In mm-hmm. a uh, the the actor that played uh, Egon, the the actual actor, yeah. the stand-in, yeah, was uh, I forget his name, but he was the warden in Shawshank Redemption. Is it Bob Gunton? Uh, maybe. Who was or- the warden in Shawshank? You'd know him if you saw him. Okay, but like, he is a notable actor. Yeah, that's him. Let me see. That's who they got to you. Because nice. oh, I didn't really? realize that yeah. that he does was... not look like no. They, I mean, they obviously did CGI and shit. Yeah, yeah was, like that's the actor they used for that performance yeah. and then CGI to face. I'm like, why use him? Could use anybody. Could use a, a, a broomstick. But right? he's fantastic. No, no, he is. He's fantastic in everything. But they covered his face. Yeah, well, I didn't realize that it was a person until I I was going through the list just now and he it says he's the the ghost. Yeah, he's Egon's uh, ghost. The ghost. It doesn't. Tell me the whole thing. Because that is absolutely. Farmer you talk something. about how they superimposed the young Schwarzenegger on. Mm-hmm. But this was incredible. Yeah. Absolutely no, incredible how they. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they did a really good job with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just blows my mind that they used mm. that actor 
before that. Yeah. And then old footage, old yeah. footage of from the previous movies of Egon yeah. and put it in there and then no, but they couldn't just leave it like that. Obviously they had to age him. Yes. Right. Yeah, so no, was, right. Yeah. No, uh, absolutely. So yeah, they, no, they did a good job. Uh, oh, there he is with his straw shank. Sure. Yeah. And then, you know, as he know disappears into the stars, they say for year, for yeah. no, no, no. I, this, yeah. this, it get, like, it gets me, man. It, <laughs> yes. It is, Absolutely, yeah, hitting on also uh, when she's doing it by herself, and then you, you see that his yeah, hands are yeah. there with her. That's good stuff. No, no, it's it. They, it's like playing minor chords. You know, you're going to trigger emotions <laughs> uh-huh. with this stuff. You know. Yep. <laughs> uh, and if you love, like, like I'm so enamored of Ghostbusters, the first one, that this is a, like I, I keep calling it a love letter to Ghostbusters. This movie, I get. Yeah. No, know. I think it is, and I also think it's interesting. Um, I just read a little bit about it, but like with. Uh, Ivan Reitman directed the first one, right? And he had some issues with his father, right? Yeah, and then Jason did this Jason. one. He had some issues with his father. So it's almost like it feels like to me like he was getting his own, you know, closure and, yes, and, and yes, you know, resolving much. his own issues with his dad by coming back and making a Ghostbusters Who play, movie. What's, what's the guy that plays Egon? What's his name? Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Yeah, he was big on Caddyshack, right? He, I think he wrote Caddyshack. Or I, he wrote, him and Ackward wrote the first Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I think he wrote and directed Caddyshack or at least wrote it. Or I, yeah. 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 Uh, and he I mean, did. Uh, he I think he directed Groundhog Day too. Oh, yeah, that yeah. sounds right. That's yeah. when him and Bill Murray really didn't broke like apart. Well, the first yeah. time really? I remember seeing him was in the what was the uh, Army movie they were? Oh, uh, Stripes. 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 Yeah, yeah that was Army training, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. So, any other? I guess that's my breakdown. Any other thoughts or? Mm, I, uh, no, I think I I think I vented as much as I could. Well, I, I think uh, bugged me. I think. I seriously think that I can't see any flaws in this movie. I'm sure they're there. I'm sure yeah. you're right. I mean, it's got to be. But uh, there's such a an attachment, I think, for a lot of the fans that they were so grateful to finally get what they wanted. I, I mean, I don't even like really yeah. try to. I don't know. I just. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I still like. You want to see more of the because yeah because James is right as soon as they come on the screen at the end you're like fuck yeah no no that's and you enjoy every minute of it and yeah Bill Murray and his. What five minutes, ten minutes mm-hmm. of screen time? Fucking nails it! Like it's it's Absolutely. fucking Bakeman back, and I don't give a shit that he's way older now. Like he's no, he's no, no. shit, and he's nailing it like one hundred percent. But if you put them in there, like you said, yeah, it's them. You now. struggle with it, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe I would have been happier with that, or you know, some sort of if you if you're trying to pass the torch, right? Have you know the Phoebe character be an adult. Right, and then that teams right. up instead of a kid, and teams up with the the aging Ghostbusters. Right? I thought that would have been the only way that this movie could have been better was to yeah age up all of them. Yeah, instead of being 12, 14, 16, whatever they are. Yeah, make them in their mid twenties. You're making a se- college these- students. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Because you're making they said they're making a sequel, so it's still going to be kids fighting Ghostbusters, or well, it's, the it's more Eddie, guys are coming back now. Eddie or has what do you wheeled do? in the Ecto One into the fire station. Yeah, and saying something, uh, "I'll get you back, girl," or whatever you know, lovingly talking. Well, that leads you to believe that it's going to be the original guys, right? Yes. Now, now there was some articles. Ernie, the guy who played uh, Ernie Hudson, yeah. Ernie Hudson, the guy who played Winston Zedmore. Winston Zedmore. Yeah, I I like him in Ghostbusters, but Me too. Appa- but apparently. Like in Ghostbusters two, or like, like okay, so originally, I guess in the original script, he was brought on very early, like with the others. But then that was changed to where he was brought on as a hired hand, and he 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 loves Ghostbusters, and he's not charging racism or anything. But he does feel a little miffed that he wasn't on the poster, and he he's yeah. considered like an add on by the by the studio yeah. and the writing of the script. He was part for reduced, and he said, if I'm going to do Ghostbusters, he's this character is going to be a 
a full part of it or not doing it. And I, I saw, I'm thinking that he's going to be a right on there. If not, probably the star. I don't know how much longer Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd can do them or whatever. If they even yeah. want it. I mean, obviously Dan Aykroyd owns the IP and yeah. the story. So he's down for a Ghostbuster movie every year. Yeah. He can pay the bills. But like Bill Murray, he doesn't even answer his phone. Like I'm well, sure. Now, now this is interesting. Bill Murray doesn't have an agent. He has a phone number. Right. That you can call. And pitch an idea. And if he likes it, he'll call you back. Doesn't matter who you are. Really? Yes. I don't know that number. I don't know where you'd find it, but that I've I've heard him say that. And mm-hmm. other people say that. I know where he lives. He doesn't like Charleston, yeah, but doesn't have a doesn't have an agent. If he has, if he likes your idea, he'll do it. So call Bill, that number. So send in your Bill Murray scripts, huh? Mm-hmm. And but well, people people that have worked with him even says like the day of production we weren't sure he was going to show yeah, up. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But he but he did. But he did. But he but he's very uh at that point, he was very... But didn't he just get in trouble for some some movie that they shut down? He said something well, he or whatever. Mean stuff, he did uh, mean stuff. He has a reputation of being a dick, right? Well, at yeah. some point, because he made a movie, uh, you know, this Zen movie or whatever it was. At some point in his life, he was involved in a very Zen kind of life uh, view. Uh, like, because um, we watched this documentary, and like in Meatballs, there's this scene, it just doesn't matter, it just doesn't matter. Well, that was his whole philosophy of life. That you, Not that nothing matters, but you can't let little things hang you up. You just got to act like it doesn't matter and move on. So he was very, he had this very spiritual kind of uh, Zen outlook on life for a while. Right. And so if he was told to show up at noon, he would get this attitude from him like, well, you know, it just doesn't matter. But he would be there. Since then, I don't know if he's gotten there or not. older and... You know, more cantankerous and cranky or whatever, but he's Bill Murray. He mostly gets away with showing up to people's parties and no, no, he would yeah, show up all day. Yeah, and stories of him showing up goofy. washing dishes at somebody's party and then playing drums for he, yeah. Anyway, hmm. um, but it looked like uh, Winston Zedmore, Ernie, is going to have a major role because he was the one showcased at the end with fixing up right, uh, and I'm fine with that. I I think that would be awesome. Yeah, that you would know. be cool. Still paying for Ray Stance's uh, occult bookshop. You know, he'll make a profit one day, you know. Right. Uh, Ray's occult. Ray's occult. Yeah, that's it. And Ackroyd's really into that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. He's well, got his, some stories. His, his parents or his dad was a ghost hunter, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, no, like his family like family lineage, they were all into that stuff. Hmm. And, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. When, when Ghostbusters came out back in 84, mm-hmm. yeah. All the little instruments they used, and then the scientists doing. I was sitting there going, "This is, this is not real. This is just no. This is a comedy." But now that I watch all these ghost shows, they all have yes, their, they have their own little instruments, mm-hmm. and and even before these ghost shows, uh, the people back, I don't know what year, the Holzer, Holzer files, yeah, yeah, and and the what's the two, the Conjuring. Um, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh, yeah, the Warrens, yeah. I mean, I guess they weren't too far off. Maybe. Uh, well, yeah. Of the using the instruments to track things. and Well, it's like the science fiction is science fiction before it's science fact. Like even in oh, yes. Star Trek, they were using, you know, things. Oh, yeah, no. Imaginary I'm, things that would actually come to pass. No, there's a whole documentary about yeah. scientists and physicists who were inspired by Star Trek. And then a lot of that Star Trek stuff is... You know, he had that flip phone in that movie, right? Well, the communicator, yeah, yeah, but it was just like a flip. Phone. It always did. The- <laughs> I always wanted one of those, and now I have one, and I love. Forgot it at home today. Uh. 
Anything I else? Only owned a replicator. You could just go get you a new one. I am saying, right? You know, good stuff. Yes. Pass. Oh yeah. Are we anything else about this movie? No. All right. Let's do our pass. Consider. All right. This was Sherry's pick. You start off. Oh, you want me to? Sure. Okay. Um, like I said, when I saw the previews, I could not wait. Could not wait. And it was a added plus that Paul Rudd was part of it. I know y'all have issues, but um I like Paul Rudd. I, like I know Paul that Paul Rudd. But I know, but still you said <laughs> more of him. They wanted more of him. Oh, they want more of him. And he okay, was a fine. goober. Yeah. Gary Gruberson? You're dating Gary Gruberson? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but uh um, now you made me lose. Sorry. You like this movie and you, you recommend love Paul Rudd and we hate him. <laughs> no, um, I, the reason I picked it is because like you said, we were doing sequels and this is the sequel that you, you expect to see 30 years later sure. from a movie. I mean, basically, uh, yes, I, I, I agree. I think they make a good point that, they would have liked to have seen more of the originals, but as soon that's that's like, you know, as soon as you put them in there, that becomes the thing. So it 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 is very much. And I, I I was fine. I was fine with not seeing them. Until as the so many start. homages, I think it. I think you did th- get them, just not. I think this physically. this movie. I think the first one, it it was more of a comedy to me sure. with scary parts. This was more dramatic with funny blade, parts yeah. and with. With a lot of the same music, I mean everything. Oh, it was totally uh, like I said, a love letter. I think. Too. Yes, and I think it was. I think it was done. I think, I think it was done really well. Yeah. But that's why I picked it. Yeah. No, I. I and I uh, yeah. highly recommend. I, I probably do not see this movie as clearly as some because I, I, I love it and I love it because it's such a callback to the original and so I, I, I absolutely recommend it, but probably. Over love this movie, maybe you know. It's a good point. Yeah, I, I think I'd consider this movie uh, because I just love the first one so much. You're right. That if I'm gonna in- <clears throat> invest, because this Afterlife is two hours. It's a two hour movie. Yeah, it is two hours. Ghostbusters is an hour and a half. Yeah. Why invest two hours in something I'm kind of gonna enjoy? Right. I can invest an hour and a half in something I know I'm gonna right, enjoy. Right. Sure. So I'd rather just watch the original one. This one's not bad. Yeah. I'd watch it again. But it's nowhere near as good as the first one, in my opinion. Sure. And I, again, I think if they had aged up the characters instead of being young teens to young 20-somethings, I think it might have been even better. But this isn't bad. No, no. I, I'd be very interested to see because I think they're probably going to lean more towards what you're saying in the next one. They would almost so. have to, really. Right. Yeah, even if they use the same kids. Yeah, they're, they're going to be older. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a consider for me. Um because, yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously, I like the first Ghostbuster movies, and if you like those, then you got to check this one out for yeah. sure. Don't check out the one with mm-hmm. fucking that's, Chris, that's Christian Wig. That's so terrible. Um, I was really disappointed in that. Oh, my so God. I was so mad It at doesn't that. count to me. Um, it's worse than Rocky Five, probably even. Um, uh, just a steaming pile. But they, we're, they were saying, uh, sorry, like I can pinpoint specifically, they were saying that in Ghostbusters Afterlife, there's a scene where the proton pack turns on yeah. and it's just like the original one. It kind of sings and it's like, ooh, yeah, it's a proton pack. Yeah. And the other Ghostbusters with uh, all the the ladies in it, as soon as a proton pack goes on, you hear Melissa McCarthy go, ooh, listen to that thing, purr, it's amazing. It's like, well, 
no, we want to hear the proton pack. Yeah, we don't want to hear you here. McCarthy oh, nice. saying, oh, listen to that, that baby purr. They, they, I don't, they just <laughs> overdid it. I don't know yeah. why they even agreed to do Like, if, if I'm any of those actresses or actors, I'm like, no. This, right. There is, that's almost toxic because you're touching something that is so beloved sure. that if you screw it up, you're going to be hated. Right, Bill Murray's in it, but he's not even himself. Not even, he's he's not a even, different guy, yeah. Yeah, a cab driver of some kind. Exactly. I don't know what no, that Well, that was Aykroyd. I forgot he was in it. Yeah, Bill Aykroyd's, Murray gets like blown out the window or something. Yeah, he's not, but he's not. But any neither of one of them are their, their characters. Characters. Yeah. What? I don't understand any of that. I don't understand. Let's make a Terminator sequel and have Arnold in it, but he's not a Terminator. You know, that's that's what they did there. He's, dumb. Right. Oh he's a hot dog vendor. He's what? a hot dog vendor, yeah. Yeah, I, I um, didn't mean to tread on your stuff. Yeah, no, 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 it's fine. No, just consider. Um... I agree with almost everything you said, James. Um, I guess we wow, kind of feel very you. similar to the movie. Um, and I agree, it's not a bad movie. Like, it bugs me that, like I said earlier, it bugs me that, like, I feel like most of the time I can pinpoint why yeah. I don't like a movie or don't want to, and it's not even that I don't like it. It's just there's parts of the things that bug me about it, but then when I watch it, I'm into it and I'm enjoying it. No, right. It's not like it's stuff that pulls me out where I'm like, ugh. Well, so, but it's not one I would pick. Like, he said, James said he'd watch it again. I remember thinking, would I watch it again? Yeah, I guess if somebody said, hey, let's watch it. I'm not going to necessarily pick it, I don't guess, but... Well, see, I, I, weird, I guess right? I'm, I'm the opposite. I can't really tell you why I like it, except it's Ghostbusters, and they talk about the first <laughs> right. one, it's an homage. Oh, and, and all the homages and the nostalgia, yeah. it, it's, it all works. It's yes. all done really well, so, so they, I, I they, don't know. Yeah, they have me for reasons maybe I can't articulate as well as I'd like. Yeah, I think that just didn't connect to the main characters as much as I would have liked. You know. Sure. Sure. It's, it's yeah. never going to be as good as the original. Sure. And that's, and that's fine. But this, I think with this director, these writers, yeah. I think they knew that they're just yeah. like, let's put out the best thing we could. And this is the best type of. Oh yeah. I, I think they knew what done. the, here's the red meat. The fans want to see. They want to yeah. see Ecto. They want to see the packs. They want to see, you know, uh, Eng, uh Egon's suit. They, they right. want to, you know, but also yeah. a story that, is entertaining. Yeah, I thought this one has basically okay. Yeah, I think passing the 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 you know baton or the torch uh, stories are are probably hard to do. Absolutely, um, and do well, but That's like thirty years later. But I felt like I was just thinking about that. Like, so they did them with the Star Wars movies, right? Like, I would go see another Star Wars movie that doesn't have Han, Luke, and Leia in it. Like, if they make another one with Ray, Poe, and Finn. I'm yeah. down. I'm gonna go see it. Now, granted, I love Star Wars, so maybe back to what you're saying, some of that clouds my my view of it. But and I like Rocky too. But like, I'm down for Creed three. Like, super yeah. excited. And he, Stallone's not in that at all. Yeah. And I'm just as equally excited about it. So I feel like if you, I don't know, I mean, you just yeah. I, I connected to those. I connected mm-hmm. to Creed and in the the new Star Wars characters more than I did these kids, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, like, I, like, so I was always an original series Star Trek, and when The Next Generation came out, I... What the hell is this? Yeah, what the... <laughs> why would I watch that, you know? Yeah. But then uh, you warmed to it, and now I love it, and I've watched sure. all the rest of the series now, but I was... Uh, I can remember initially not being that interested in even seeing it, you sure. know? Sure. Yeah, and maybe, like you said, they make a sequel, and I see these kids again in the second one, and... Completely change yeah, your mind. I, you know? I don't know. Maybe I that think happens. They would almost, I think they almost have to go back to New York the way this one ends. Yeah. Okay. Can I add something too? Yeah. Um, you know, with Harold Ramis passing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I appreciate them addressing it because every time I watch this, and I've watched it several times and I've listened to it, put it on in the background. Every time the original Ghostbusters start talking to the ghost of, of um, Egon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I start crying because I'm like, are they really saying goodbye to their friends? I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I really think they are. I think that it's not just the characters saying no, goodbye, right, but right. I think it's the 
the people saying, you know, sure. yeah, this is, oh, I do that again. This yeah, one is, of these, you wouldn't have a problem. I know. Nine dollars can be yours. Whatever. <laughs> you know, this is this is a love letter to. No, absolutely not just Ghostbusters, but to him. Yeah, yeah, right, Harold. Right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm that, gonna cry thinking about it. I mean, <laughs> no, Stacy got teary eyed, and every yeah, time yeah. I think, and yeah, yeah so, and, and all that works. Like I don't disagree. No, they know where they know. Do you realize? Hitting, so I just I don't know. Like I when, guess I wanted more of that. That's like part of my favorite part of the sure. movie. Is the, what's yeah. it, I know, but you don't like want the whole emotions. movie like that. Like you don't emotions. want the whole movie like that. No, but but yeah. when Harold Ramis passed away, I remember just. All I could think of was thank you for the laughs because of yeah. everything he's written or or been a part of. Yeah, it's just like, well, I can remember when you know watch even the watching it the first time and hearing uh, Bill Murray in the back. You know, be, he speaks before you see him, and but you know the Ghostbusters have shown up, and Bill Murray's like, "Hey, babe," and I, I can almost, right. I don't know if the crowd cheered. I think inside I was just like, yeah, right. Here they are, you know. Well, because then the the new characters were were getting were losing, yeah, we're getting their asses kicked, and right. you didn't think they were going to show up because Dan Aykroyd right. blew her off, yeah. Yes, yes, but obviously all that but, from a story standpoint works very well. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, but, but yeah, and, and then that's James the is like James was saying, he comes in and nails it. It's he's fucking bankman well, after thirty years. We've talked know? about this before, like. If you don't, you can not have an audience for the first ninety minutes, but if if you well, can nail them the at end, the end, yeah. you've got them, and I think that. They do that, yeah. I think by the end when they show up and everything, whatever happened before, I love it. I don't remember <laughs> loving it, but I love it. Because <laughs> here is the end, you know. And that's uh, anyway, yeah. Well, try try listening to it without watching it, because I, like I said, I have put it on and just worked. Yeah. While I'm listening to it, the music, sure, no, just just the whole. They're hitting on all stops, man. Yes, the whole the whole vibe. I mean, the whole thing yeah. of it. Yeah. Just, Absolutely. yeah, and, and there's more stuff up. that works than doesn't for me, for sure. Even we need to talk about a whole lot, but even the little marshmallow guys, like the one gets run over with a fucking uh, Roomba, yeah, and one gets cool. no, that's right. chopped up yeah. in the blender. That's good shit. No, like, I, I enjoy everything. In the Walmart, they annoyed me, but as a you know, kind of set decoration later of something for podcast. I have to fight. Yeah, sure. Like, it totally made sense. Yeah, right. it, I get it. it. And it's nice because it worked as an homage to the first one of him coming out all covered, oh, covered in, in the, yes. the marshmallow. Somebody's yeah. going to walk out of here covered in marshmallow. Yeah, that's good. I got my own problems. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I liked podcast. I liked him a lot. Oh, I, I really like Why do podcast. people call you podcast? Well, I call myself podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of you in that character. Oh, yeah. 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 Do you have all of this on a thumb drive that you can just readily hand uh, to somebody? I have, or? I have MP3 saved. I can put it on a thumb drive and start <laughs> chucking them at people. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so, uh, all right. So, we good? I yep. think so. All right. Well, that is Ghostbusters Afterlife. We are out. Like Why do podcast. people call you podcast? Well, I call myself podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gary Gruberson? You're dating Gary Gruberson? <laughs> she is like a gem in this movie. She's nailed. I disagree. Which I like that until you just ruined it. So Sorry. Games. Sorry. Well. In five minutes, he was funnier than Paul Rudd was in this whole movie. Yeah, sure. But once I noticed that, I was able to enjoy the movie more. Yeah. Because I was like, I'll just look past that. Then she says, are you? Like, yeah, which is also I thought very... it was a Clinton or I'm right. like, there's some steel in this girl. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> that would have been the only way that this movie could have been better. I think by the end, when they show up and everything, whatever happened before, I love it. I don't remember loving it, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Fix a lot of bizarre shit. <laughs> he was a good customer, though. <laughs> uh...